Hey, good evening, folks. The Uptown Parlor Recap Show. Hello and welcome to this week's Uptown Parlor Recap Port Podcast. Our host is Ace Liber, the seasoned and well-versed sports enthusiast whose MBA in financial analytics provides you with the greatest chance to win this week. Today, we review our picks from last week and our new segment, Dad Picks, will give you another perspective for next week's moneymakers. We'll also discuss the success or failure of Dad Picks from the previous week. Here we go. Ace, all yours. All right, Dad. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm feeling a little achy, a little sore. But, you know, that's what happens when you get old. I tell people... Don't get old. That's the worst thing that could happen to you. All right. Now, we are going to start with the college uh, championship week to recap that real quick. Were there, any, were there any surprises for you? Uh, the, the biggest surprise was uh, USC. I didn't expect USC. I didn't expect them to get crushed. I, I expected them to have a hard game, but I figured they would win by, you know, seven or less. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work out for them. I don't understand it. That was the biggest surprise. Um, other than that, everything went according to form. Okay. I mean, we knew T- we knew TCU was going to have a hard time. Yes. It's it's not easy beating the same team twice in one year in one year one season. Um, yeah. But they did all right. They had a lot of opportunities to win. Uh, Kansas State is a very physical team, very tough team, mm-hmm. and um, that's how they played them. And so they won by three in overtime. But I think I really think that um, it was TCU's game to lose more than um, Kansas State's game to win. I will say I am happy that this is a completely original four teams into the playoff. Um, I'm glad that Clemson isn't in. They don't deserve to be there after getting blown out by Notre Dame. And then losing to, and then losing to uh, South Carolina by one point. I had no business losing to that team. That kid, as you talked about, is turning into professional sports. DJ Uangalale is now in the transfer portal after spending his first three years at Clemson. So he'll be on a new team next year. There's like seven, four and five star quarterbacks or former five star recruits and four star recruits that are in the transfer portal. I'm very happy that. Uh, USC didn't win because they're leaving the Pac-12 where they really had an easy way of getting to the championship every single year. And now they're going into a much harder conference where they're actually going to have to be the best team out of some quality teams that they have to recruit against. They're going to have to find a defense so that they can beat Michigan, beat Ohio State. And then on top of that, they're going to have to make sure that they're always better than Penn State. Absolutely agree. I, I just want to make one comment on USC. If you remember last week, folks, Dad Picks and his commentaries said to you that USC was not going to make the playoffs on, under any conditions. So if you took that advice and bet against USC, you're a winner tonight. You're welcome. You're right about that. And TCU is in their first college football playoff, finally after getting, uh, I guess, kind of cheated out of one before because the Big 12 didn't used to have a championship game when they went down 10 teams at first. And now they lost their conference championship after going 12-0 and in the regular season. And they finally got in there. So I guess it was worth firing their old coach to get this new guy. Good for TCU. Gonna it's going to be very different. Yeah, Dallas-Fort Worth area. 
Shout out it's, to the uh, Hypnotoads. It's good to see uh, different teams get in. You know, I mean, to see the same four or five or six teams in every year, it kind of it kind of makes it. It's it's like watching the Yankees always win, or the Celtics always win, or the Lakers always win. You know, it, it's not fun for the fans. It's just frustrating. So I'm glad to see TCU have the opportunity to play. No, we're, oh, actually, yeah, there aren't any of the college camps, really. It's the Army-Navy game, but that's about it. We'll get into bowl week maybe a little bit, but we will be moving on. Um, we're going to move on to the NFL games, and we're going to recap your dad picks. Now, yeah, let's go over your – you have your record of your dad picks. Let's get into that. Dad picks this week, brothers and sisters out there who follow the show, you're a winner. Once again, 83%. Dad picks Buffalo beat New England covered. Detroit whipped up on Jacksonville covered. Cleveland whipped up on Houston covered. Even though my brother Deshaun did not have a good game after not playing for over 300 days, they still crushed. KC, I lost KC for you. I'm sorry about that. However, Washington and the Giants, I picked the Giants. You're a winner. So we had four of six winners, 83%. So, so far, Dad's making y'all money. So I hope y'all are jumping on that bandwagon and following the old gray beard. Jump on those Dad picks. You had some solid picks. You had some solid picks. Not bad for a guy that's been following football for 60 years, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, what was your favorite game that you saw this week? My favorite game this week was the Lions. It wasn't one of my picks. Oh, yes, it was. Because Detroit Detroit is a, a tough team. If they had a quarterback, I think they'd be a 9-10 game winner. They play hard. They play tough. They play disciplined. And, um, and I love the coach. The coach is an ex-player, another tough guy. And yeah. as the season is going on, they're doing better. That was my favorite game this week. My saddest game this week was the New York Giants. Giants should have never lost that game. They couldn't stop Washington coming in for the last touchdown with under two minutes. Uh That's irresponsible. Uh They haven't been playing that way this year. They've been playing very good this year. I'm sure they let the coaching staff down with their inept play in the the backfield, allowing a couple of long passes. Oh, man, it was awful. That was my biggest disappointment. That's because I'm a Giant fan, of course. Hmm. I got you. I got you. I will say watching that Jets game was actually really good. Because not that I – I don't hate on the Jets, but um, the Jets fans were telling me there's no way that they were going to lose to Minnesota. So, Ant, who's on the regular podcast, on the, I should say the uh, Thursday show or the Friday show, whichever one of you guys listen to it here, was telling me there's no way that the Jets are going to beat a Minnesota secondary suspect. Um, all things that statistically, you know, at this point in the season, like you got to kind of pay attention to Minnesota does give up a lot of passing TDs, but then Minnesota coming down and getting that last touchdown was just, they could not stop Justin Jefferson. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. But at the same time, the jets were coming back to win that game at the end. Mm -hmm. One small mistake cost them the game. The interception. The interception, but they were coming back against Minnesota in Minnesota. And that Mike White also doesn't know how to run a QB sneak. Doesn't know how to run a what? A QB sneak, apparently. Did you see that? 
Yeah, that that's true. I, I'm He's six five, you know. Yeah, but but you know, to be six five and and a hundred pounds, you don't run a lot of QB <laughs> sneaks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's not 100 pounds. He's at least like 215, 220. Like he, he might be, he, he might be 200. He's a tall, skinny kid. But the bottom line is that makes me suspect Minnesota. You allow really? the Jets to come back on you in Minnesota. Okay. Everybody knows that the team that travels the longest generally covered loses. And yeah. you allow the Jets to come back against you, a team that is still trying to find itself, a team that still doesn't have a, a quarterback, a regular quarterback, that makes me suspect Minnesota, despite how well they've always managed to win a game. I will say it's the fact that the Jets had two turnovers and also they relied a little bit too much on Mike White because he had to throw 57 times. I don't care if this was their regular starter. Whenever you're throwing more than 45 times in a game, what it lets me know is we can't move the ball by running it. So we have to throw it. And the easiest thing to do in the NFL to win a game is to run the ball, which is why everybody wants running quarterbacks. But, you know, as you say, if your quarterback's running, then he might as well be your running back. If he's running, if, if, if it's like Mr. Fields in Chicago, if he's your main offensive threat as a quarterback who runs, then you've got a problem. But listen, the guy threw 57 times. He got intercepted once. Twice. 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 That's not a bad average. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, I'm still a fan yes. of Mike White over that uh, kid, Wilson. Zach, Zach yeah. is not going to be on this team in the future. Okay? He's immature. Really? I don't think he's got the mental ability to be a big league quarterback. I don't even think he'd make a good backup. Really? Absolutely. He's got a big arm. He can move a little bit. Why not? Absolutely. Well, I don't think he'll be around. You know, the, in order to last an NFL, if you're a quarterback, it's just not your arm. You have to be a great teammate. You have to be a great student of the game. Backup quarterbacks become coaches. Okay. Um, look at San, San, um, the, the Golden, um, San Francisco. Uh -huh. they, they, the just picked up, they just picked up this kid, Johnson who was on the, the backup, was on the taxi squad. Yeah, yeah. Okay? He's been in the league 13 years. Yeah. No one's ever heard of him. I, I keep hearing about him because he's the one guy that they keep bringing back in whenever somebody gets hurt. He's been there 13 years in the yeah. league, and you've never heard of this guy. He's a professional quarterback. Yeah. I don't see Wilson being that kind of a personality. That's, that's, that's all. I don't think he's going to give up on his career that quickly, but he may be drawn to something else. They're going to give up on him that quickly. So you don't think he'll hang around the league long enough to get another opportunity like Gino? Uh, no, because you have to have a certain type of personality to, to be a backup. And this yep. kid doesn't have a personality to be a first stringer, and he definitely has too big an ego to be a backup. That's just okay. my two cents. Speaking of my Bears, as you brought them up, I'm disappointed by their defense. Because they were winning that game into the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields threw a pick, which stopped the comeback. Then he mm -hmm. threw another pick. Both of his mm -hmm. interceptions were in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Before then, the first three quarters, it was shaky, but it was okay. Bears were up 19-10 entering the fourth quarter. Then they give up 18 points in the fourth quarter. That which goes lets me know we traded away our defense. And the guys who are left on the back end, who actually are looking pretty good, are just worn out. That goes to my argument. Justin Fields should be playing quarterback as a as a drop back passer only. 
He did this game. You no, ran seven yeah, times. But, but if he had been doing seven. that all season, I don't think he'd be throwing picks at this point. I think part of his throwing picks is maybe he's getting tired. Maybe he's not, you know, thinking about the run first or the, instead of the pass first. I think all those things come into play. There are a lot of aspects in, in when you reach a certain level of sports. It's more mental than anything. As I've said before, everybody can run fast. Everybody can hit hard. Everybody's strong as hell. It's who's got the best frame of mind, the best mental ability. That's why almost every single pro team and almost every league, even in soccer, which nobody really cares about, Saudi World Cup. But it's like I saw a TV show. <laughs> on, I, I saw a TV show where they had a commercial on Two and a Half Men, and the kid says to Charlie Sheen, they say soccer is the biggest sport in the world, the most popular sport in the world. And Charlie Sheen says, exactly. So why do we have to watch it on TV? So as far as I'm concerned, soccer is mad. But besides that, every single pro team, even soccer, have sports psychologists on their staff because they finally figured out over the last 15, 20 years that the mental abilities is important, if not more important than the physical ability. And oh. I think they've messed up Mr. Fields by not letting him. We have a lousy team. Okay, we're going to go for one or two or three pick coming in the future. Let's not worry about winning. Let's get this kid prepared for the future. Yes, you're right about that. They and are trying to do argument. that, which is why he came back to play. And we, if had the Bears won, they would have eliminated Green Bay from the playoff race and kept themselves alive, which would have uh, been nice. Listen, and they'd still be the winningest team in the NFL, which they have been for the past 100 years. Green Bay is done. Green Bay you don't not think gonna, they won another they're, game after they're this? not going to make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but it would have um, been better had Chicago eliminated them. Oh, only because you're a Chicago fan. So I agree with you. Oh, well, yeah. But see, I'm a Green Bay fan going back to Fuzzy Thurston and... and you're a Green Bay fan. Yeah? You cheer for the Packers. Over the Bears. How's I've this? Never, I've never liked the Bears. Wow. My own dad a hater. Okay. I've always liked Green Bay. I mean, going back forever. Hmm. But but the, 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 thing, the thing is... Um, their quarterback is refusing to play at the level of the players surrounding him. Talking okay. about Rodgers? Yeah, Rodgers. He's making throws that Hall of Fame wide receivers and tight ends that played with them before they got let them go were able to make. These kids now have to learn to make those catches. So in order to to work with them, you've got to give them the ball. You can't put the ball in back of them or over them or behind them because yeah. these guys who played before had the ability and the, and the experience to go and catch those balls. Now, if you're not throwing the ball on these young kids, they, they don't have the experience to, to catch it backwards and sideways when you don't throw it to them. And he's not throwing the ball properly. Okay. That's why I think they're done. Well, I will say this. The yeah, I, I hear you on that. I, I just don't think they have they don't have a super easy schedule. They have to go and play the Lions again at home. And I think the Lions are actually gonna beat them in Green Bay, which is gonna be nice to see. Um, but I like the fact that Aaron Rodgers is saying out there, like he is banged up and he's like, as long as we're not eliminated from the playoffs, I'm gonna play every game. And well, I respect that. I respect that about him. Isn't he the highest paid guy in the league? Actually, now that you mentioned it, I think he is. He's I think either he is one getting or two. fifty million dollars. Yeah, he's so, they're paying him one. more than Mahomes, which is kind of insane. 
Well, it's okay. I mean, he's been there longer. You know, the senior guy makes the most money. But, but listen, he should be playing. He would get more help if he had taken $45 million. You know what yeah, I mean? he, he should be playing. Um, it's management that decided to let their players go. So, oh, no. The guy who went to the guy, the, Devontae Adams, wanted to go to Vegas because he was tired of being in Green Bay. So okay. maybe people people are saying maybe he was tired of Aaron Rodgers or maybe he just went to something new and he was like, I don't want to deal with this. This team's dysfunctional. It's me or nothing. And we just or, keep losing the playoffs every year. And maybe, maybe somehow he, pulled off a win. Maybe he's tired of playing in 10 degree weather. That as well. <laughs> playing in the desert in the dome, this air condition sounds a lot nicer than there you go. having to go into the playoffs when you're a wide receiver and it's like, I'm going to be out here blocking for four quarters and maybe get six passes thrown my way in and, negative eight degrees. <laughs> and after the game, you walk across the street from the arena. To um, you know, to the Mandalay Bay or the MGM, and throw mm. your money away. What the heck? I don't. I don't think that that's what they do. But maybe, maybe Quite definitely a better life. club scene in Vegas Absolutely. than in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Absolutely. We're driving down to Milwaukee. I guess I don't know where you would go except for Atlanta. Vegas has the best club scene, and you know this from experience. I guess. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. For athletes, Atlanta is the number one club spot. They've got the best strip clubs. They've got the best gentleman clubs in America for athletes. <laughs> after that comes Vegas. After that comes Miami. And after that comes L.A. After that, okay. you just stay home. Okay, folks. You heard it here. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get into our picks for next week. What are your dad picks for this week? I know you All have right. The dad pull picks for this week. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six games. Okay. Take Buffalo plus nine over the Jets. Really? The Jets are going to get crushed. They're going to be okay. The, the Jets, Jets are going to get crushed. The Jets are going to kill themselves to try to win this game. And you think they, they're going to get blown no, out? No, they're, they're going to kill themselves and commit suicide. <laughs> I've got many. Minnesota against Detroit. Yes. Right now the game's even. Yeah. I say Detroit's pick many. A point. I say okay. yeah. They get. I say pick many. Mm. Tennessee against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is going to get crushed. Mm. Tennessee yeah, I, has I got to win the rest of their games to make the playoffs. At least get a get a good seed in the playoffs. So Philly, Philly against the Giants. Sadly, my Giants are going to lose. I'm glad you're a realist. Philly Thank is you. running on high power. Okay. I don't know who's going to be MVP, but a lot of the a lot of the talking heads like me, they all say that Hurts is going to win. But Philly Mahomes. Well, I'm just saying the talking heads. I don't know who's going to win, but they're okay. saying that that Hurts is going to win. Mahomes is okay, but you know his team is not questioning like it used to. Gotcha. I've got Pittsburgh against Baltimore. Take really? Pittsburgh plus one. You think Pittsburgh's going to be Baltimore at home? Mr. Jackson won't be playing. Uh, he's day-to-day, and I do assume he will not be playing. Yes, Mr. Pittsburgh's Jackson. Pittsburgh's defense has got it together, but their offense really does yes. not have it together. Mr. Jackson won't be playing. And, of course, you've got to take Miami plus two over the Chargers. Miami plus two over the Chargers. Well, Miami disappointed me last week. that They first they, they faced their first real test on the road. They went uh-huh. up to San Francisco. Uh-huh. They held us together for a little while, and then they got beat down. I really right. thought those wide receivers were enough. That first play from scrimmage that I saw was insane. A 75-yard touchdown pass, and I was like, oh, San Francisco's in trouble. And then after that, they they got back into the rhythm, and they held them down. 
two things. One, yeah. the team that travels the furthest tends to lose. They yes. travel 3,000 miles. Two, yeah. their finesse team, San Francisco's a tough team. Okay. So to travel think- 3,000 miles and then try to finesse the tough team, that might have been a little hard to do. And you're taking Miami again against the Chargers. Oh, absolutely. You, once, do you think they're flying back home or do you think they're staying in California? They're staying in California, likely. I mean, if it was me, I'd keep them in California. But the Chargers are that bad. And the team that flies the really? furthest and spends a week at that further location, mm-hmm. if they're a better team, they'll win. So I, I, Miami is going to crush the Chargers. The Chargers, um, they're not—they're not hopeless. They're not hapless, but they always find that they seem to be like the Jets used to be, finding a way to lose. That's historically what the Chargers do. Mm-hmm. So I, they'll have a twelve-win season, but then even Ladainian Tomlinson—they just never could beat Indianapolis. Yes, they always they, kept losing to them when they, they couldn't get over. Exactly. Yeah. So those—those those are your dad picks. Now. Here's the here's the college picks for you, okay? You want the college picks for the for the bowl games in January? You're gonna pick those now? Absolutely. It's, it's December fifth. Well, you have I'm some talking time about, to think about it. I'm talking about the championship series. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You don't even you want ready? to follow, so you know who's gonna win. Oh, I know I who's gonna this. win. This will be interesting, folks. Okay. Georgia is beating Ohio State. How much? Do you well, want to know what the spread is? Because what's up. the spread? There's no spread now, is there? Yeah, there is. Once they have the matchups on Sunday, we, they tell what us what is the spread. it. Um, I gotta find the game real quick, but I it's okay. got to be at least seventeen because if they why were you, giving seventeen you, against, why you look for that? I got TCU over Michigan, and I'm sure Michigan will be favored. And you I got TCU T- over Michigan. Yes, TCU over Michigan. Okay, TCU is getting seven and a half. TCU is a favorite, right? No, TCU is getting points. Okay, they're the underdog. TCU they're, they're over Michigan. Underdog. Michigan is is going to lose. Georgia only has to beat Ohio State by seven points. They're going to crush Ohio State. Ohio State will not be able to stop the passing offense of Georgia. What makes you think that? Because Georgia's got a great offense. And Ohio State backfield is suspect. The, the running backs are all hurt, but if Travion Henderson is healthy, this should be a shootout. But the de- the defensive backs in, in Ohio State are uh, a suspect. Not... Okay. TCU is going to beat Michigan because Michigan won't be able to. Again, Michigan has no defensive backfield. What? And TCU has a great passing offense. Michigan just went into molly whopped Ohio State and threw them around the field. Like, oh, you thought you were strong? We're that stronger. Just, that just and you don't think they you, can do that to TCU? That that just proves to you how bad Ohio State was, <laughs> which justifies my pick of Georgia. Well, Georgia's going to beat them because Georgia, I just like to point out to everybody, Georgia lost 15 players to the mm-hmm. NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And they're back here again after going a smooth 13-0 and 0 and yeah. making it look easy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm picking them to win the whole thing. But Georgia over Ohio State, TCU, over Michigan. I disagree with you on the Michigan thing. TCU has, 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 that keeps having to come back on everybody. Um, I don't see them coming back against Michigan. I don't see how Michigan loses this game. I genuinely do not. TCU isn't a running, isn't a running team, so all Michigan has to do is just get pressure. And if Michigan can stop Ohio State somehow from being able to throw the ball, who have the best wide receivers on any team in the country, then Max Duggan does not really 
Like, he may be able to do some stuff, but I do not see him beating the Michigan Wolverines. I just, I don't. Ohio okay. State should get beat down by, they're not, they're not as, well, see, that's, it's weird. Like, Ohio State's defense is terrible, but their offense is amazing. Offense have a choice. Either a dead pick yeah. or an ace bullet. Pick your choice. <laughs> an ace bullet. I did not call my picks that, but I don't mind the, I, I like the nickname. That's not bad. That's not bad. All right. Now, have, next week. Who do you have being, who do you have winning the, the whole thing then? Oh, I mean, Georgia. So Georgia's going to run through everybody like a high Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going 15 and 0. 15 now, and 0. Next week, mm-hmm. next week, we'll have a bowl pick. So we'll, we'll do that the week after. You're gonna okay. We'll 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 see what bowl games we're picking. Right. Shout out to my UB Bulls who uh made it to the Camellia Bowl. That's they beat Akron 23-22. Go Bulls! Got that last point at the end, man. Bowl eligible. That's all that matters. That's Listen, all that matters. at that level, honestly, if you're eight and four, this is what I find annoying. UTSA is eleven and two, right? They won twelve games last year. Uh-huh. Won another eleven this year, and it took them to the final week of the season to get ranked. I understand that it, the system isn't built for a team in Conference USA to get into the CFP. But, like, if you have back-to-back 12-win seasons, at what point do they recognize maybe these guys aren't terrible, maybe they're pretty good, they're beating all the teams that are moving on to the American Conference, and they're in Texas, so clearly they got some talent on the squad. So maybe they're pretty good. That's why I say that the whole CF Bowl Championship Series is geographically biased. Hmm. Well, if you're not in the SEC yeah. or the Big Ten or Clemson, you don't count. Those schools automatically get first choice. Well, the Big Ten's getting a billion-dollar TV deal. So, yeah, it's about the big money schools. So I hear you. You know what made me feel good this weekend, too? What's that? LSU losing. <laughs> well, I didn't know you didn't like LSU. I like what? LSU because they're Alabama's rifles. So I kind of just – I like the enemy of my enemy. Uh-huh. I like oh, yeah. Ogeron as a coach. Oh, yeah. I thought Ogeron was a great coach and a great personality. Wonderful interviews. Even oh. if you didn't know what the hell he was saying, it was a great interview. He's, okay. like the, he's like Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. You never know what that country boy is saying. It's always some kind of, kind of made-up adage or motto or some kind of verse. Gotcha. But Ogeron was a good coach. He got kids to come to play for him. And the coach now, Mr. Kelly, mm-hmm. never been a fan. Really? Okay. Never been a fan. Even at even at Notre Dame. I never okay. liked Notre Dame, but even at Notre Dame. He's not known as someone the players love. So, no. so you're not wrong. Exactly. So players come to LSU because they're from Louisiana and they want to play at LSU historically, not because of him as a coach. Yeah, you can so put a natty there. I'm, so. I'm glad. I'm glad they got crushed. Any team that Kelly coaches, crush them. Okay, I not see a fan. Allegiances lie. Um, you will hear my picks on Thursday, but uh, yeah, there's no way the Jets are covering. I don't know. I don't know. You see, that's weird. You see, now I'm trying to agree with you. The Jets should get blown up because they're clearly not as good as the Bills. But should they lose by ten points? I don't know. That is a conundrum. Vegas knows what they're doing with these spreads. Um. All right. Unless you have any other shout outs or anything else you want to say, I'm going to wrap this up. That's it for this week. Don't forget, you've heard it here first. Whether you win or lose, come back to the Uptown Parlay Podcast.
And that's our show. If you've been a winner, tell your friends. If you lost, tell your friends. The Uptown Parlay Show is here for you every week with your host, me. You can catch us on Podcast Addict, Podbean, Google Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. And don't forget those dad picks. We are out.